0: My father's no different than any other powerful man who's responsible for other people. I had this part in the picture. It puts me right back up on top again. This Hollywood Big Shot's gonna give you what you want. He says there's no chance. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. You know my father, men are coming here to kill him. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business?
1: I thought you weren't going to become a man like your father.
0: I never wanted this for you. Freedom. you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. Michael, do you renounce Satan and all his works? I do renounce him. Don't ask me about my business, Kate. Is it true? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.
2: hello and welcome to waffle on podcast my name is Simon meddings
3: and I'm Mark C. Kelly. that was a very unusual way you introduced that I'm trying it? to
2: I'm trying to jazz it up so it's different for our regular listeners so it's not just the norm jazz it up. Jazz it up, man! Hey, we could start
3: scat singing. It could have been. <laughs> it could
2: have been something different because I've been listening to NWA this afternoon, oh, and oh, I could have yeah. broken the breach code of uh, of etiquette on podcasts and oh, insulted like. lots of people, and also yeah, yeah. alienated ourselves. I know.
3: You're I, I know. I, I sort of get the gist of what you were going to say. Yeah, and back that. I did because there was an awful lot of the n-word <laughs> going on yeah, there. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not one. Of, there was a certain song on there. It wasn't "Fuck the Police." It was uh, the one after it was on the Best <laughs> album, and uh, and. And I couldn't believe actually how many of the, the N words there was. Yeah. I mean, literally, it was every single
3: one. Their are song. You want to listen to them, do a really good sing called. Uh...
2: You can move closer by the yeah, way, yeah. because I so you know,
3: so, so, used so to so be in the next room. Right? Yeah, yeah, called uh, Don't Bite It right no right. oh, idea it's like an instructional <laughs> video for, uh, for sex ok got it right yeah. and I was playing for Emma Emma fucking hates it it's his most offensive song ever I love it if you find it out <laughs> oh, could right. don't bite it okay. you can't get a more offensive fucking song <laughs> if you want a song that's anti fucking woke and everything yeah. listen to don't bite now Anthony it a cast well now the song I'm talking about it is so rude oh dear don't play it when I either in Natalie no <laughs> uh, and also
2: possibly not the best song no, no. Romantic, yeah I think mean, it's giving uh, it away there
3: don't buy it. it it's sort
2: of giving <laughs> it away <laughs> do not need to get anything now uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, we obviously we missed uh, an episode last month as you know we always have a month off uh, and this month has been particularly super busy but us wafflers have not been uh, lazy have huh? we, Mr. K no we've
3: had some uh, great
2: uh, movie downloads we haven't
3: we've been a lot of information
2: at well, uh, uh, guest uh, regular guest waffler uh, Mr Peter Coleman uh, he came with me to go to the Kaleidoscope event uh, at the MAC in Birmingham which is uh, Brad Shepherd. our mate Brad who, yeah, yeah. who came to our Waffle Line show uh, always invites us we go unfortunately you couldn't come because yeah. could you? you weren't here you know it's not my I think it's not my bag is it really, right? no I think you would have enjoyed some of it I mean, <laughs> no well I'll get onto that <laughs>
3: The way I went in and the first thing I said, I hey, was it you when bloody burning windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I thought oh no we well,
2: weren't even snow bits. it weren't,
3: sure weren't snorbits, that's a bit I'm with interested in it
2: why weren't <laughs> snorbits oh, there then well, because this was this was uh, the programme of comedy shows believed wiped this was all to do with lost and found so when kind did of he get uh, well when he got rid of his brother <laughs> 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 he, <rid> his <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> replaced <laughs> by a dog that isn't <laughs> dog. that's I'm not gonna is it's a snorbits but yeah but Kaleidoscope fabulous company run by Chris Penn and uh, and his team who deal in lost TV shows and remastering yeah, yeah. old television. They have got their their archives that they have, and they also produce books as well. They, they're like producing that. fabulous books, and they've just produced a uh, a Hancock book. I mean, it's so thick, it's huge. It's probably about double the size of that. Yeah, You're a bit weird
3: about Hancock, aren't you?
2: I have issues with Hancock. One, because of the fact that he, he didn't ate. write it. Yeah. He well, no Galton and Simpson wrote it. Yeah. Uh, but I have issues with Hancock because of his attitude towards Birmingham, so that yeah, pissed me did, up It wasn't that complimentary, about it, was no, it? No, we weren't that complimentary about anything. So it, why did they put it? a statue? <laughs> why did they put a thing up? Somebody didn't like it. Well, didn't... it was. I mean, they should have put Jasper Carrot up. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, yeah. Anyway, he didn't have a accent, really, Tony. Yeah.
3: Did he have a accent? So? I don't
2: think so. I mean, I think I, I think for he's... some reason, I thought he was born in Coventry, maybe. But why have a statue in there? Anyway. No, and the fact that he sacked Kenneth Williams, he sacked James and then he sat Galton and Simpson. What is? And then, uh, but we got to see anyway on this, this afternoon. Sorry, it was a whole day, uh, and they showed several TV programs. Some of them were absolutely amazing. A colourised version of a Lost steptoe and Son episode from the seventies that had been wiped. Uh, there was a Ronnie Corbett thing. There was, let's um, say, Hancock, and there was a Hancock live, which he did the stand up thing. it was almost like the kind of like the start of stand up, really.
3: I've never seen
2: the stand up. Well, that was the thing you see, and it was it was there was some humorous bits in. But there was, he was really poor. He was struggled, he? struggled, yeah. And he was shortly before he committed suicide, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can see that. Maybe he's regretting what his decisions were. <laughs> but, you know, his comedy performances were brilliant. And the, the TV episode that we saw was excellent. It was basically about a nose job. I he was going to make it a nose yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, it was great to see some p- same-minded people there as well. I, I chose the worst seats in all of because we sat at the back of the Mac, which is not too bad for me yourself. But Peter, who's over six foot uh he's blessing his knees were hurting towards the end of it but we did have to and brad the first thing me and brad said to each other when we came out because how do you find it and i went, went before you say anything bernie winter yeah. i had to sit through we had to sit through the audience had to sit through the poor projectionist had to sit through 45 minutes of the mike and bernie winter show and i'm not joking you it was bobbins I've never. Was it like, like a comedy thing or a. It was
3: like a comedy thing.
2: And... It was like, I don't know, it was it was almost like their story. It was kind of like telling their story, right? And so they were narrating it, and it was about how they became famous, right? But in a very surreal kind of way. It was just shit. It was just shit. It yeah, wasn't yeah. funny at all. But I tell you what, what, the golden thing for me was seeing the, the Bob Moncad show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Really early Bob Moncad show. And you, you saw the fact of how the genius, genius of Bob Moncad was right. really good. But it was a great event. And Kaleidoscope, please do check their website out. They're live Facebook, but also their, their website, I think, is called TVBrain.net. I might be wrong there. Um, but that is a literally a resource site. For any TV that you want to know about, any actor, mm. any TV, any books, mm. it's, it's one of those though, know, that as soon as you go into it, you're lost for the yeah, afternoon, you know? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Then me and you, uh, and Peter, yeah. went and uh, and Ray, our mate Ray, yeah, yeah. went and saw uh, Jackie Brown, uh, the Mac, introduced by... Pangria. No, that was, that was... No, that.
3: let's give that, introduced by an awful Xavier, wasn't really? it? It was Xavier. Like, <laughs> well, that... Well, hmm... I think Pete was a lot more angry than we were. I just found him a bit funny, really. I think he was <laughs> out of
2: his depth. Well, well, Pete has got angry. Pete was very angry. But the thing is, Pete Pete's really into marketing and he's really into kind of like how you go about presentation. Pete's extremely good at doing presentation stuff. And he's been to like the BFI. Yeah. And he's been I, I, to, was, you know, all these yeah, kind of yeah, things. Yeah, and he, and he's, he's done a lot with, um, you know, with, with various bands. I think one of his favourite bands, uh, I can't remember now, but... He, so he knows that. And, and we've been to a few QA and things. I mean, yeah. I had it with bloody Michael Palin with that bloke who kept standing up. But we saw Jackie Brown, which was fabulous to see again on the big screen. Really good.
3: It's but, just one of them things, isn't it, but I was saying, you know, I only watched that film about six weeks before mm. that. Right? And You know, you just watch it. Like tons of films. You never get bored of watching yeah. them. Was because cause there's always new stuff you don't notice, isn't there? Yeah. Am I right in thinking it wasn't a remastered print? No, it were not remastered. I was thinking was it a that, DVD? Yeah, <laughs> it looked like it. You know, because I know he was on the boat... On Twitter the other week, that he's going to do, he wants uh, criteria editions, they're working oh, really? on them at some point. Mm. To, but I don't think he needs it really. I don't, no, not really. So yeah, I sort of like yes. that because it's in a video that age to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I like it
2: looking a bit rough. bit rough, but, but that was good, being introduced by Pangary. And then we went and saw a Coffee, uh, which was a 1973 film, with a Q&A with yeah, Jack and yeah. which we were quite. We, we were not really. I mean, once you've seen the person, no, we're happy to go, aren't we?
3: Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. it was just so. It's like, it's like, you know, we love Brom, but it was yeah. just typical Brom thing where it was just really unorganised, <laughs> right? And yeah. the questions were asked were embarrassing, mm-hmm. mainly about the people, not her. Yeah. I've, I, I just don't understand you'd turn all the way up there to ask a question about you. Yeah, I know. What? No one asked her like a film question. The only question I thought was good was the one about fashion. That was really the good. Because fa- that, you know, it, it's, you know... Yeah. The, King dicks and all that, innit? Mm-hmm. Uh, King Richard. I was know, King Dick, innit? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, everyone does laugh, innit? You're looking yeah. obsessed with that today. Yeah, anyway. right, right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, but that, it, 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 I don't know. It was just like, it was just so shambolic, wasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was getting to the point of, as you say, Pete was getting quite he get angry that <laughs> angry as, as the questions come on. And there was a woman behind us who I think she really wanted to ask a, a good question. And she was an I think she was an elderly black she was, lady. it yeah, yeah. yeah, must have been around random spot. So she said, you know, she's an inspiration to me from when I was. Some must be could be around about the same age, maybe. And then they cut her up. and they didn't give her the chance to question. And they went over the other side and asked another person a stupid question. And I thought, well, this woman is. No,
3: the thing what would you bring walks on you know Greer was thinking even Greer said if I do it again next time maybe write some questions down and I can have a look yeah. which ones are the good answers because people go oh it's all fake no, that's how you get good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's things have done before because if you have it like that, it's just like that. And it's like, you just wanted to go then. Yeah, especially me and you, yeah, we wanted to go. We yeah, I'm like, quite happy. Well, we as weren't having really, like, enamored with Kofi anyway, were we? No, I thought it was really poor film. No, we were saying <laughs> of going about the female empowerment. We were thinking, no, no, it's just really, really sexy. It's just basically, <laughs> hello, a like, landscape. Cool. Do you want unnecessary? unnecessarily? Like I said, if you're perverts, might I say... Oh, yeah, I are into really boobs. Fine. Don't get me wrong. I reckon if oh, I was at say, 16... Because we were knocking on Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you went for the bit And even that was set up, really, meant, Oh, it was all
2: set up for that one. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. But it had unnecessary boob shots. <laughs> well, she said... She was saying that it was nipple power. No, right, And it? I'm there thinking, hold oh, on. I mean, how can... How can... Now, I'd, like, I'd really like to know this from our female listeners. That... She Pam was calling this nipple power where the you know, showing it's off their brown, their brown,
3: nice, brown, nipple, yeah, brown, brown nipple. Pink, power.
2: Yeah. Which is fair dinker. If that's what you think if you're doing it and you're thinking yes, this is I suppose you're saying that there weren't many, you know. black uh, women yeah, men, yeah, 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 being yeah. naked on the on the screen for The only I think probably the earliest black woman <coughs> I saw on screen was actually a poster. And that was in The Shining. Yeah, I was amazed by wow, Oh yeah, wow man, that's an attractive woman. Um but then I, I'm sure your wife and I'm sure other women would then turn and say, well, this is just exploitation of breasts, of feminism, isn't it? Where every shot, there's right. was almost just like, oh, she's got a... It was set up again.
3: for the male gaze.
2: You can't feel film the male
3: gaze. There was unnecessary, but there's like, I mean, you don't mind that, but there's like a threatening scene at the beginning. So mm. you pulled a top down and was going to cut a boob off. There was no need for that. I mean. There's oh, no about, need. It's, it's quite violent. For, yeah, but you just put it to a threat, do not you? That's not going to... Right? And then at the, <laughs> even at the end when she goes to get her a comeuppance even his, his girlfriend's upstairs yeah. comes out who's not in it just comes out and be like, hey, hey! And that's, right, there's a fight in it when all the yeah. blokes are cheering them on when they're ripping the tops off. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I, I, you know... Because like my wife hates all that stuff yeah. no, I no, I mm. because no, I'm semi feminist No, anti-feminist. Because who's it made by? Who's it made by men? White men. If Ex, it, it, it's called black exploitation. He was exploiting black... That's mm. the boy it's called black exploitation. Would you
2: say that I mean I think I asked you this question when we was coming out of the cinema because if you say black exploitation you automatically think of it as a bad thing, don't you, because he's exploiting somebody
1: Well
3: that's what the, But but
2: you say because that now that's these films like like Shaft and and like I think Shaft's a bit Foxy, better though, isn't Foxy Brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Shaft's the, the best but one. Would because you it's... class that now as black exploitation as a in a bad way because the fact that they're promoting it as uh, as a more black people, focus of black people. You uh, know, of course, I, was, I
3: can probably understand why, like, you yeah. know, people in the 60s and 70s were going to the cinema and then you only saw like was bloody hunkies everywhere. Yeah. So, you <laughs> so, I was a nice 70s, were there? There you go, like, yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I can understand that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah and, you know, and she did get, there was some good bit. the good bits in it. Were her doing the fight scenes that were
2: quite good and violent. She was brilliant? Brilliant the this. She, unless we found action. out
3: she broke a bloody leg, yeah. and She's running down the road, right, and doing all the... I like all that stuff, but it was all the other stuff. Mm. Even the
2: pink bit really was a bit cracked.
3: He had amazing clothes.
2: Well, when King, well, I mean, when King George got out of that car, the cinema burst out laughing. Well, I said King did. because you looked and you thought, you know, Snoop Dogg. Yeah,
1: right? yeah.
2: Now, Uncle oh, Julio died. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Although, can I just say, now, how might it work, Steve? So to really? Legendary rapper Coolio? Yeah. Name me one song apart from Gangster no, Palace. No, 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 no. But I said, no, no, but he's more of a producer. He but was, yeah. Like and but... the point
3: was, that was the first uh, Gangster rap number one. Apparently, he died from a heart attack. Do you think that? Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. A lot of people died of exhaustion and that, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to die from exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, going back to what he was. Um, but because Tarantino loves it I and mean, all the yeah. Matt, you know maybe because he watched it at the time but do you, t- you think though in America like, yeah, those yeah. kind of films are like a bit like our kind of films that we watched from the 60s and 70s like Get Carter the and Sweeney like, film the Sweeney film yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. the movie and <laughs> Steptoe exactly yeah.
3: yeah On the Busy all them films the that bussy. we grew up watching that uh, if someone in America wants them to go, what the hell yeah, is this, this? is,
2: is sexist crap. Because yeah. he really is. Well, especially on the buses. Because, as I was just about to say, that you know, exactly. when you see Snoop Dogg dressed up as he does, and you think, you don't dress like that all the time, do you? Nah. You don't. You probably got a tracky button. Yeah, I see that. But he's dressed up in his pink gear, which, when you think about it, is pretty offensive anyway. Yeah, right, right. But when King George got out that car, I've never heard so many people laugh at a man mm-hmm. dressed in what looked like a Velcro bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bright hats and yeah, a velvet, jack- velvet hat. Yeah, yeah. And I thought,
3: yeah, yeah. And he had his, uh, you know the, you know you got a female camel toe, you know what the male version, moose knuckle. <laughs> Think about it. It's like this. It's, 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 oh, it's, yeah, it's oh. it, it. exactly yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I read about that, didn't we? I thought, what an amazing <laughs> term. Moose knock or So knock. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> anyway, that's it. Anyway, anyway, so we went. To but no, know, right? we know, the good thing about it, it was nice and short and brisk, work, and it yeah. music in it. Good, there's some great music. Well, there's some awful there, acting in it, weren't there? Yeah, Some awful
2: acting. I'd buy the soundtrack, but not the film.
3: Yeah, that was the best thing in it, right? Yeah, what's the video, like, yeah someone did like uh, put like a 15 minute montage that's enough it? I did tweet
1: of the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the boobies man yeah. the
2: unnecessary boobs is not a word we'd normally it. <laughs> no, no. Um but I did tweet the Mac and say look I saw the microphones at him too please get it organised oh, yeah, and, going it. To a and, uh, and the yeah. guy there uh, took a bit of an umbrage to my knocking of it, Xavier no, uh, and I sent a message back saying, look, Daniel, you was there uh, waving your arms, trying to get into something he says, my name's David.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. He's just anyway. a man who's had a big smile and he was like waving <laughs> What do you <laughs> mean? To yeah, stand just still? Sit down. Oh, sit down. Yeah. He, there's a weird thing. He bought two seats out. They never used them. Your job is to get them on them <laughs> well, they brought,
2: They bought three out to start half with there's only two people standing there.
3: He's just, like, he's just like typical Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot have people going, oh, yeah, they worked really hard. Well, I know he had. But it was obviously in order that. Yeah. And you can't be in order. You get a piss. No, it no. and you can't. You be. can't. You gotta get over that.
2: Yeah. And the other thing that we we really had a good evening on, which which was close, both close to both me and yours hearts. We went and saw Clarks three. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, I've been reading some. It's
3: really, really sniffy reviews of it. Really? Yeah, I have. Like, have you read the, have you watched the Mark Meadows version? I want to watch it. Yeah, I can understand what he's saying, like, you know, it is for fans, and a lot of people are anti-films that are made for fans, Why? but I, I don't understand <laughs> it, because you wouldn't go and watch it if you'd not saw Clarks. Or Clarks do. Could you, I, could, I was just thinking, could you watch it without them? Mm. No. You couldn't, because you wouldn't know the original film, what it's...
2: I mean, he does, he does address the fact at the beginning that, what do you mean, we own our own business, yeah. so you know they own the quick stuff. So I suppose you don't need to know And they've worked there for years. So he does very cleverly provide yeah, yeah. that in. So it is adaptable to anybody else who's never seen these films. But Clark's was never... A, I, mean, it's all, I mean, I think it's a beautiful film. And I really like Clark's too, except for the donkey scene. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they are just wonderfully honest, small films that have made yeah, yeah. a fan base. Now, if you made more of that too, now... That's yeah. got to be people who really enjoyed more. which were one an awful lot. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, Kevin Smith's films are very Kevin Smith films. People go to see them because they like Kevin Smith. Was it the, the SQ Universe? universe? I never really yeah, heard yeah, really that. Kind of yeah, yeah, that's the whole of Universe. And it's the same thing as well, you, you may as well say, with Sam Raimi. I think a lot of people go and see Sam Raimi films because Just, they're massive, evil dead films. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Kevin Smith's not embarrassed by that no, no. at all he embraces it because he's a geek yeah he's a nerd he yeah. loves comics and said like that. that film's like uh, basically a
3: celebration of outsider art mm-hmm. and I love that it's right mm-hmm. because small new you know there's New York over there but this is New Jersey this yeah. is where the working class people all mm-hmm. live and when I say about uh, Kevin Smith he's always a working class guy weren't he mm-hmm. who did it on his own yeah. he did do it I know he's worth loads of money, you know, but he did start it off he that
2: film was. Like, I was looking at how small the budget was in the original sixteen it, or thousand. mental. But it was on three credit cards. Mental. So that says it all that he put. He risked everything and put. It on, excuse me. <laughs> burping away weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, put it on credit cards, and I, I just don't. You know, I came out of that film.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Thoroughly enjoy. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great to revisit those characters. Could you class it as being a bit meta? Maybe. Yeah, but the whole yeah, but the yeah. whole point of it is that they're filming about their life and their life we've seen already. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. quite it's quite yeah, yeah. it's not and an it easy nice, way about it. It was a
3: nice full stop on the the yeah. film as well, because it, we're not gonna spoil it if you no, haven't no. seen it, but it's it's the end. That is the end. That's the end. However uh, yeah. you wanna say that, it is the end.
2: Yeah. There's, there's really nothing no, more because, you can do because, with it, it characters no, now. Because they work together as a team and we yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and it, and it doesn't and I thought it was we we both didn't see the ending coming we both didn't No, I, i've never read about you know i didn't read anybody and kevin smith hadn't really But in fact the funny thing is the end shot that you see is in the trailer at the beginning is
3: it yeah uh, you see right. dante
2: and randall standing at the counter uh, yeah. and it's the end shot and you think oh that was yeah, clever yeah, yeah. and when you watch the trailer again after you've seen yeah, the film yeah. it's yeah. a brilliant brilliant shot tra- but yeah. no I, but I, again talk about it for the, as, as as mark mode has admitted himself. Reviewers are dying on the arse because okay, everyone yeah. can be a reviewer. They've, they? lo-
3: yeah, well, yeah. they've, they've, lost, they've lost the point and because they forget what film fans are about.
2: Well, I, I was looking at, apparently, the uh, blonde came out today. Uh, uh, well, yesterday for worse. Uh, over here and it's been apparently absolutely ripped apart by critics but, but praising uh, is it Anna uh, yeah 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 uh, her performance as Marilyn Pete saw it at work and he says basically it's just like a, it's like a porno film all the way through kind of thing uh, which is <laughs> um, but I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes and I was saying it's always like 5.8 but I'm thinking but who are these people who, go, who are these people who go on to Rotten Tomatoes it doesn't mean anything this? anymore you're not important That's yeah. I know it says viewers think, but it's like well I think more people now, especially with the <laughs> streaming and, with, and downloading and, and, and all this kind of stuff, people could be their own reviewer. They no one gives a shit anymore. It's like, if you want to watch it, you're going to watch it, aren't you? And it's as simple as that. Well, I
3: said, I've heard it. He's been doing that too in America at the moment, doing his... I know, it's just such a shame, did not he? Yeah, but like I said, they're massive, and it shows you. Don't, don't matter. Because mm-hmm. these fans have always been ignored by cinema and critics anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They live in their own world, don't they, of Marvel fans and Tarantino fans. They don't care that all these high-brow, don't like these things because it's low-rent, but these people have never had lives like that. No. You now, we were saying coming out, you know, we've been in these, we're in these lives mm. of shit. Of mind-numbing boredom that kills your self-respect when all you've got is films. That's it. Yeah. That's your only escape. And that's what that is, isn't it? Yeah. Them two. And the interesting thing about, like I say, you really look, Randall's a proper fucking dick. Yeah. He really is. It is. Uh... But,
2: that's your mate, isn't it? That's your mate. And the uh, thing uh... is, like, you know, their, their way of trying to re- re- reduce something for their and of their working life is to make a film... We do a podcast. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. You know and it's me? like, it
3: means a lot, a lot of loads of people. John from Rust don't like a lot, it because it's too successful. Mm. Yeah, you need some for people at the bottom.
2: Did you have a look for your book, by the way? Did you see if it was a revised uh, edition? I haven't, actually. Uh, we, we both went... I had a, this book years and years ago, and then we don't know what happened to it. Oh, right? it's a weird thing. And Cause then, as soon as it turned up, I really remember it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and then Kelsey goes, you never guess what I've written, boys. It's incredibly strange... Film book? film book by Jonathan Austin, and I, of course I thought I want my book again. Yeah. And then the new version—it's not a new version; it's '96. Oh. But the one that I have is like when he was doing TV programs, which must be 1990. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Know. But it's got the Hong Kong edition. Fifty like, bloody p, p my Fifty p. Yeah, I had to pay more. One pound nineteen. <laughs> oh. But anyway, yeah. anyway, we're going to get to the subjects. Are you got anything else you want to say? No, that's, unfair, no? that's enough. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> Anyone still there? Um Yeah, I didn't that? This is. This is a 50-year-old film, so let's let's I mean come on. Amazing video. Really. What are we talking about today?
3: We're talking about one of the greatest films ever made. Mm-hmm.
2: Trademark. <laughs> uh, the Godfather. I thought, I thought he was gonna go into a living film then. <laughs>
3: No
1: no no
2: no. <laughs> Say it again with, with a plum. <laughs> what are we doing? The Godfather. And what do we do before we do
3: it? Play one of the greatest film theme tunes ever.
2: I do believe, let me just run to the back to see if I've, I've wrote uh, anything about that wonderful theme tune, if not I'm gonna have to take it off the top of my head, okay no I didn't write it down, is the, um, it was nominated for a uh, Oscar, the, uh, the the theme tune was, and um, then it was pulled because, so basically it had been used in the film previously, the composer had, and uh, use it again. Uh, uh, but right. incidentally, though, he was he was okay nominated for Godfather Part Two, which was the exact same song. must mm-hmm. be really okay, so, there yeah. we go. so hey, Godfather, come on, let's go for it. Uh, released in nineteen seventy two, March the fourteenth uh, and twenty fourth of March, nineteen seventy two. So it's fifty years old as at time of recording. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Now, we're not going to talk about Francis because we talked about him on our Apocalypse Now podcast. he doesn't need to. Everyone
3: knows who he is. Everyone
2: knows who he is. And the screenplay was by Mario Puzo and Francis Ford Coppola. And, of course, it is based on The Godfather by Mario Puzo. Interesting thing about this, Cal. What is The Godfather's proper title? It's, uh, well, there's lots of things. as The official title of this film.
3: I don't know Mario Pruso's. Mario Puzo, father. yeah. Well, originally, when it was... I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking it'd be loads of be as a fact. I no, we that.
2: must point <laughs> this out now. Usually, as you know, listeners, uh, I tend to be the one who speaks with it and Cal jumps in. Or I point, I, I look at him with a, uh, mm. with a little wink. But Cal's going to be literally throwing himself uh, into the microphone with your facts. Give me your facts then. Well, it? when
3: when he was first... Um, now... I'll go. I'll go before I start. I'll talk. I'll about like. There's a TV show I'm watching at the moment. Anyone out there who's got Paramount Plus, who likes this film, needs to watch a TV show called The Offer, which this is, which is bloody. You can you forget this podcast. Just watch that. Oh, <laughs> uh, forget that. Just listen to this podcast. But <laughs> well, basically, it's the making of the Godfather, right? Now, there's bits in the. It starts off with Al Ruddy when he was doing the introduction to make the film. Right? But Mario Puzo, when he first script, not his book, it was The Sicilian. Mm. But The Sicilian was already a film with Kirk Douglas. Yeah. So on the spot, he made it up The Godfather. So originally, Mario Puzo's Godfather, but originally Sicilian. Mm. But The Sicilian was made. The, this, the reason the film The Godfather was made was because The Sicilian was made with Kirk Douglas and flopped. Oh. So they still had... The rights to this, all they had all the costumes and that, so it's an awful film as well. Oh. Uh, so this is why The Godfather got made, because that's a
2: makeup for the Sicilian. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go, that's a good little fact. But yeah, the 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 top of the film as well, it was an insistence from Francis Ford Coppola because it was so, it's so closely based to the book. And he felt that it shouldn't be, you know, because normally you get like Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. No, he no, felt no. that the, the credit should go to Mario Prusa. Yeah. Uh, which again really just shows how cool Fantasy yeah. 4 is. Yeah, and the
3: interesting way I put said that he didn't like it, right? He was uh, like the film start. that he that starts where he wrote a book before that won an award and it was, uh, and he, turned, he did a New York signing and no one turned up.
2: Mm. Oh, that's.
3: that's and funny. he come out and he's talking to his agent and his agent's like, uh, what, what? And he said uh, he said to his dad, why didn't anyone turn up? This book's won all awards. Because the reality is people find it dull. The yeah. only bit they like in it is there's this one bit where there's a gangster in it. And he said, well, why don't you just write a gangster book? Do one for them and one for me. That's mm. what a lot of directors do, don't yeah, they? Right? Yeah. And that's what all this film was. Mm. I'll write this film. I can knock this up. You know, I can knock this really quick. I'll do it about my local area and it made loads of money and, and that's where Manipuzzi, so it was a quite bitter about it really. Mm. That you never saw it is his great work, it was all his other books before, I think you but find no that, one wanted you, to read them. You find that with a lot of
2: writers <laughs> where that, there's, there's a thing of like, you've got to write, that's why writers write under different names and, yeah. and so they can write the... Trashy bit, and then they came out there you know, novella bit. That's
3: Stephen King, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Music was by Nino Rota, by the way. Uh, I should point that out. Uh, it was produced uh, produced by uh, Paramount Pictures, and of course Zayfret. Yeah, uh, Zayfret, Uh So, one hundred and seventy five minutes, which is actually it seems to go really quick when you're watching it. Uh, it really um, does.
3: It's a uh, you know,
2: it's a slung old slug.
3: But when you watch that film, like you watched it recently and yeah, you not you, Yeah, you're watching you think, yeah, there's nothing that could be taken out of that to make it shorter. What what bits could be taken well, out, out to make it shorter?
2: Like the interesting thing is when couple of first edited the version he wanted to release, it was actually shorter than that. Uh, and they went back and they said, no, no, you need to put some more stuff in. And you think, bloody hell, what, what was he thinking at the time? But well, I think the a, director has the, the director's There was thing. loads
3: of trouble on that film uh, with the Sicilian bits mm. because it cost too much money. But as you when you watch it, you've you forgot about it, haven't you? When you watch it, you completely right. It's not like, that bit's amazing. That I means that bit's gotta be in there. Yeah, it's got because that's Michael changing. That's yeah, Michael that's, changing.
2: That's your uh, Do you want to have a guess of
3: what the budget was? Oh, for this film, not much because they're all arguing about money. Uh, well, what was it seventy-two? So it's got to be about
2: was it about twenty million? Oh wow! Okay, no, six to seven to, seven million. That's crazy. And isn't it me? made it, his box office was two hundred fifty to two hundred ninety-one million. So. I think they earned the money back on that. Exactly. Only for only for Francis to go and mortgage his house for uh, that shit film that you like. So, anyway. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it, um, <laughs> um, it stars Marlon Brando as Vito Corleone, of course, the, the crime boss. We don't need to talk too much about Marlon because we did it in uh, nah. the now. But as I say, he was born April 3rd, 1924 in Nebraska, passed away July the 1st, 2004 at the age of 80. Yeah. Um, so he, he would have been blah, blah, well out Uh in Los Angeles. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it more when we go. We talk about the film, but you know, you can't imagine anybody else saying it. Although there was there was another actor who who pitched himself to play this role and said that he would do anything to do it. And Jack Nicholson? No, he said he would lose lots of weight to. And
3: Jack Nicholson said he wanted it in that role. Uh, what as Vito Colliani? Yeah, 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 okay. Right, like, like when uh, when uh, we're going for them, because uh, Robert Evans, who uh, who you know was the big producer, didn't want Marlon. Because Marlon. Nobody wanted Marlon. Well, people forget Marlon then. He was loved by actors, mm. but audiences hated. didn't give a
2: shit. No, and hated by executives.
3: Yeah, because it but he was, it's like, it said he's the greatest, he was the greatest American actor of, of the time. Mm-hmm. And I still think he's the greatest ever American actor. But no one else could play that role because I told you the scene. Mm. He made that up on the spot and it's like, what? Yeah. The scene when he turns into like when it turns into Don Carlione at this. He said, "Oh, wait a minute, I'm going into the room, I've got an idea and come out like that. It's like, what? Mm. And he was in, I know, he was an arsehole, right? He has, you know what, there's a brilliant line in that offer, right, because he always a big drinker. Oh
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. He
3: was a big drinker, right? Now, uh, James Kahn had a drink and it was uh, three quarter gin, one quarter, uh, dis- R- is it dissonaro or whatever it's called? Anyway, it's like an almond thing, right? Yeah. And Marlon saw him drinking he said, What the hell's that? He said, It's called a sling fit, or something like that, right? And he said, I'll get you a drink, because I know oh, I've got my own drink. And it was like, what? It was absinthe, tequila, whiskey, topped up with beer. What? what? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, God. He me, said, What's that
2: called? And he went, A delivery system. A delivery system. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it sums up the drinking there. You know, he lived next to, um, he lived next to Jack Nicholson. For oh, that must hours. have been amazing. And do you know that he used to break into Jack Nichols' house, right? drink his beer and eat his hoop and then leave his pants in his fridge? <laughs> no,
3: this is the thing with Marlon. I've read so many things that Apparently people saw a- him and said, oh, but he was quite funny. Well, a- and it's, and he was quite disdainful of acting ruler. And yeah. I think this is why he never, he saw it as rubbish. It was a rubbish well,
2: art life. I'm reading that book about Hollywood hell at the moment, and it's written by, again by the wonderful Robert yeah. Sellers and his childhood was horrendous mm-hmm. uh, Marlon Van it really was and um, you can see why well, he turned he had, he, he had no respect for authority at all but he got all from childhood but no the <laughs> person who uh, who wanted really wanted to play was Orson Welles Awesome, Welles yeah they talk about it. yeah I, I think he's the only other person who got gravitas
3: at the role mm. but yeah, it's hard to say I love Orson Wells, but he didn't do enough and that sounds a ridiculous thing mm. but if you brought all his films together with Marlon Brando's films it's fucking Marlon Brando isn't it?
2: Well yeah because you've only got Citizen Kane and The Third Man which is ironic because of the fact that he's only in it for a small amount of time but his presence in that film yeah. is better than anything really. It is It's a bit like Apocalypse now at the end of the day Yeah,
3: yeah. it is I know you don't like that scene but yeah. he, he, Well, you like it more when you saw it again didn't you?
2: I really did I really did. I, I got more of appreciation for it, especially
3: when he wrote. He wrote that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I forgot. a do you
3: know what I'm really interested in? Alan Brando as well. You know, he wouldn't learn. I told you about this. He wouldn't learn lines.
2: Yes, yeah. He'd
3: have them on the spot. He said it made it sound more. And I thought that's some bottle to turn up. And willing of the direct. Well, yeah. Right, where's true. your lines? I do not learned them.
0: Yeah.
1: It
3: wouldn't he send them back? I don't learn them. Just He not them. Bored, he it? had them put them all around and he'd do it. And, he, and I thought, you could do that like that. Well, he did that in Superman as well. It's like, it's pretty amazing, isn't yeah. it? He could do
2: that. And because you can't tell that he's reading them off. No. Because well. sort of like, you're looking
3: at his eyes, aren't you? I was looking I at mean,
2: him. I was watching his eyes. I thought, you can't tell. The only thing I do have issues with, with, with Marlon in this film is, towards the end he suddenly gets really old towards the end and yeah. I don't think there's that much of a big I think there's it about it's meant yeah. to be spanned of two years I yeah. think isn't it yeah three, yeah three yeah years, something like that and he's just going there 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 they going hold on a minute he's playing with the kid yeah 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 and he's going yeah yeah yeah
3: and as well we were talking about Pete weren't me that it's like my wife saw this for the first time and she couldn't take the Marlon Brando role seriously. Mm. I
2: said because you'd saw all people joking
3: You've been off in Powers
2: any... and that with the cat
3: and. Exactly. And that no, I saw this before that, so I can. But you don't understand mm. this. You, this was done fucking fifty years ago. Mm. No one had done anything like that. But you can't. I just, see. Don't, I just no. don't
2: know why he was. Why he was, and I don't know why Coppola allowed him to do that kind of mumbling. Yeah. At the beginning is different because you can hear what he's saying, but you. You might as well not say anything. You yeah, might as well just yeah. be pointing, and, and yeah, then has yeah. the heart attack, you know, which is a great death scene. But there's something about that end scene that I don't particularly like. I think it's not very well done. Mm-hmm. I think the makeup's pretty shit. You know, you can you can tell that it's yeah. aging makeup kind of thing. But I I I think mean, don't I get me wrong, it doesn't
3: take. I it think a because yeah, when it was filmed on film and when it like, on the modern, it, you see all the imperfections yeah, and of the, it. Like now, that's all covered up again. Yeah, and, and,
2: all... and the thing is as well that the DVD, I've got the box DVD box set. It's the first time I've watched it. And it's just... It's a, it's a video transfer. So it wasn't... And I, I did think to myself, you know what? You're going to get a better version? I'm going to get a better version. I think version. there's a blu right version
0: around, isn't well, there?
2: I, I thing is there's loads of versions. Yep. I need to do a bit of research about yeah, yeah. like, which one because... Uh, one of our listeners I'll say that towards the end but there's another version of the film obviously I'd like to see but I kind of hope they would have had the series on there but they haven't anyway going back on Uh, Al Pacino is in this film I don't believe have we done an Al Pacino film yet is this the first one Uh, hoo-ha have we hoo-ha he does do a hoo-ha in this
3: yeah
1: (laughs)
2: yeah. <laughs> I love him. He does, he does do a hoo-ha. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Al Pacino plays uh, Michael, Vito's youngest son. He was born Alfredo James Pacino. Man, April the 25th, 1940. He's now 82 years old. Still acting. Still yeah. super cool. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's what I was meant to tell you the other day. You know that uh, audience with the stars? You know, you've had Schwarzenegger, Mel. Mad oh,
3: they're doing it, ain't they?
2: Pacino. I know. But how much that going to be? I don't
1: know, though. i ain't
3: paying 200 pounds to sit at the fucking back. Yeah. Uh, that's my problem. If I could sit at the front yeah. and listen, talking about Scarface and Heat I, 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 and Godfather, because
2: I love him, and like I said, in the in the Irishman, he was the best thing in the Irishman. Someone put something on social media today saying Heat is the greatest film ever made. I don't believe it's it. It's a great
3: film. It's it? a it's great film. You
2: know that's another film that me and you argue about. Yeah, I love it, but it's I not the greatest. It's great. too long. It
3: is too. I think. It's, it's just the two people it's because they've never met and I think that's why people remember
2: but, them man. it's literally one scene you know, in and honestly it's not that a great scene
3: uh, it's, it's just them two being
2: together yeah. isn't it it's a nice scene it's a nice scene but yeah. it doesn't add anything to the film
3: yeah yeah maybe that's another film I need to go back and watch I say what's amazing I, about. I, I watch and uh, you don't know man, like all American chat shows are all done so they can put little bits on YouTube aren't they oh god yeah right. have you done that thing I don't know is it not Jimmy Kimmel Who's the other bloke? Uh anyway. Not Conan, does, no. Not Conan, not Jimmy Kimmel. Did you all like me the glasses on? He's like he's like an older oh, boat. Stephen Colbert. Uh, that's it, yeah. Can't be right. He does a thing where he does uh he gets guests on and he does he goes, it's a brilliant really bit Rabbit De Niro. It's good Rabbit De <laughs> and arrow. he's going, I know you Bob. You always know people I call him Bob, call I know him Bob friends, but now his friends go Bob's going, Bob. We see each other. because 'cause I've known you for years, you. years, but he said I don't know you I don't know the ins and out and really funny, Robert De Nero, isn't he? Mm. That, I don't know. He goes, I've got the questionnaire. So he does his questionnaire with people it's really <laughs> running it right it's being really, really funny. It's being oh, really okay. funny, right. So one of the questions he is, what's the worst smell? No, because what's the best smell? He goes garlic. Because <laughs> what's the worst smell? My breath after i eating garlic. <laughs> right? It's been really funny. Watch it, mate. And there's a bit about, he's talking about Pacino in it. Yeah. And the way he lights up about Pacino. But it's really funny, Rob De Niro. And Carl's getting pissed off because he wants to see it But he can't be serious he's not De Niro. And it's really funny. Oh, and he's okay, got, okay. he goes, I've got prepared answers. He goes, what? He's got all these answers <laughs> that he's reading out He goes, I know you want to read them, but I've got my answers. <laughs> Watch it mate. Watch it. Carl Bear's questionnaire. It's a really good one with Ethan Hawke as well. And he does them all. It's really, because them kind of questions don't happen. Anymore. But they're actually quite interesting, aren't like, oh, yeah, what's, yeah. what's your favourite colour? <laughs> yeah, what's your favourite sandwich? Yeah,
2: what's your favourite sandwich? Actually, to be fair, that's something that we get annoyed about at the QA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, right
1: there, uh,
2: awesome. James Kahn as Sonny Vito's eldest son. I don't believe have we done a James Kahn film? I love James just roll the ball. Yeah, is he is Johnny Johnny H you know? No. I mean, no, we haven't
3: done a James Kahn film. No. Well, so well, I think
2: he's great in misery as well, man.
3: One of my favourite films, I mean, uh, He's rollerball, I love Buddy rollerball. You weren't. Uh,
2: weren't the last one we did when him. He's in an old people's home with no, uh, no, with Mark Alf. No, that's with, no. That's and not elf. Not, oh <laughs> He's yeah, a fucking Alf. Yeah. No, he's yeah, a great actor. Another actor There probably
3: wouldn't be an actor anymore because he would like
2: he was a proper tough guy. Well, he was. I mean, he was born James Edmund Kahn, March of 26 1940, in New York City. Very proud New York, man. Died July the 6th, 2022, this year, and a couple of months ago, aged 82. I mean, it's so still a good age, but he did look very ill. I know he was from quite bad health problems, yeah. but, man, he's a good-looking man. Yeah, yeah. And know. it's
3: interesting, people get He's not Italian-American.
2: No. No, and that's because a uh, couple
3: didn't want him. So, because... I, I, he went for Michael's role. Yeah. He wanted to be Michael and he said, we can't have a non-Italian. Mm. But they loved him so much. But that, you know, that's a weird thing too, because he does not look Italian <laughs> all of them mm. Not really Italian. Because you're all Italian. Yeah. Apart from James Campbell. but he's so good in it. And you need Sonny. And when you actually think about
2: it, Sonny's not in it that much. Mm. when well, you had it all up his screen time I oh, know but I did it yeah, but again when he does turn up yeah, yeah. You, you are yeah. automatically especially yeah. the fact that the amount of times he was in I'm now right? you about that scene with that bloke well, well, yeah. It, oh yeah <clears throat> you talk about that scene well, there is a bit right where on the interview on that box that I got there's a nice behind the scenes it's from 1992 and uh, he turns around and says to, uh, to get into character there was little things I thought Sonny would do and I asked the prop department to cut me off a broom handle and he goes, well, he, goes, well, he goes no I just want a broom handle in the car and he goes well it's not in the scene he goes no it does not matter because I know it's there and my character would have it and that's the broom handle he throws at that bloke at the beginning and that's what that is oh, yeah. and you think ah yeah, yeah. and I told you what that was what you yeah. yeah he's kicking the
0: shit he's out, kicking out of
2: him because you begin because
3: it's like that ain't acting he's beating him up and there's, talking, there's a few miss kicks in it. Yeah, but bit he bit did bit. whack him with the... That was real sorry, with,
2: with, the, with the dustbin with the, 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 lead, yeah?
3: Yeah, but that's, you know, that's the films in the 70s, i because the, the, the thing with that film, listeners, is that the, the, the actor who was beating up, which was uh, his daughter's fella, was a real mob guy in real life, so he wasn't a great actor, and when he hit his girlfriend, he really hit her. Now, they wanted him off the film, right, but they said, no, we'll deal this a different way. So they got to James Carr and said, Right, Sonny, when you beat him up, beat him up, and we'll just film it. No, that would not happen now, would it? No. I said, No doubt if it didn't frame after film, but he let it after that. He went to him She said, Do that again, and that's mm. what happened again. And it's
2: funny because his acting's really good in the lab when he works for. Yeah. Cool. you know uh, anyway uh, next one one of my all time favourite actors and thank goodness the man's still with us is Robert Duvall oh, yeah. as Tom Hagen Carlione, the concierge and then gets sacked and becomes a lawyer he's an unofficial adopted member of the Carlione family we've talked about Robert again when we did the apocalypse and everything and you know
3: though, in, uh, uh, Mario had wrote I don't think he ever released it. until he wrote a novel all about Tom Hagen. Well, How hey, that got into the family? Oh, that'd, be, that'd be amazing, wouldn't, wouldn't it? If he said a non-Italian in that man, thing, See, the real
2: mafia, that never. No, no. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm trying to remember because, like I said to you, there's things in his film that I, because I've not seen this in a long time. Right? Ref- I've always refused to watch it on the telly because it's always cut. Tom Hagen's in the Godfather Part Two. Yeah. Is he in the third one? Yeah, he's it. <laughs> Sort of at the beginning, yep. he's at the beginning of
3: it. The, the third film's a bit weird anyway, it's a bit 90s, isn't it? It's a bit 90s. It's got some amazing, hmm. It's to my problem, like the end scene when he dies on the steps, amazing, but there's some stuff that's
2: like there's a helicopter attack on it, it's not the bloody mob doing things no, like that. No. But yeah, he's but in it the also, beginning. But he does also have higher, higher, higher young Italian man, Andy Garsi. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Robert Duval, he steals the scene in everything, I thing, and he, he, the, the only thing he said, the only thing he's not happy about. About being the Godfather was his hairpiece. Well, they said they could have got me a better hairpiece, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that's quite quite a nice thing yeah, to say. Yeah.
3: He did, you know, because of this film, he did an amazing film a couple of years later called The Outfit, which is about uh, him taking down the Chicago mob, mm. and he's amazing in that. Oh, really? So, yeah, if you ever see listeners, all oh, you yeah, it's called The Outfit. Robert to
2: read. You know, what? I do I do get him mixed up sometimes with Ed Havis Yeah, same kind of. Same kind of look? Well, Max. Just don't look like that anymore. No.
3: there's a lot of men. Yeah. There are a lot of people, didn't they? Like now, I love all Chris Pine and all that, but they're all too good looking. And also, they're all too pretty really good looking. People. Look at these.
2: These ain't good looking people. These are people. They don't seem to have any kind of. I don't know. I mean, you watch Duval and you're thinking, you know, he's playing a, he's a lawyer in this film and his delivery on everything throughout yeah, yeah, the film, yeah. even when he's in the most dangerous situation. Out yeah, of all of them, including yeah. Michael Corleone and Sonic, he's yeah, the yeah. most. And his, th- threat. and his threats. His he's threat. really polite. Yeah. But the fucking
3: threatening. But they him, are man. threatening, yeah. And he's yeah, like, how's
2: right. he's, he's learned to do this, and he thinks it's brilliant. Uh, all the people in his film, we're not going to go into too much detail about them. He's Sterling Hayden as Captain McCluskey, we're only very briefly. Diane Keaton, of course, as Kay Adams, Michael's girlfriend and later second wife, well, most well of known, of course, are working with Woody Allen. And Talia Shire, who plays Connie, which is Vito's only daughter. We know Talia because we've talked about her before in the Rocky films, which of course, is uh, Fantasy Four Coppola's mm-hmm. sister. Sister, isn't yeah, sister. Um, and she's 76 now. And we've got uh, oh, where's the guy that I really liked? Please tell me I wrote him down. Yes, Lenny Montana as Luca Brazi, uh, who I think is an amazing looking guy, yeah. absolutely amazing looking guy. And you want to know, right? You know that he was a real mob guy. Yeah. Real mob guy, right? Now, the
3: original actor pulled out. So there needs someone on the spot, mm. right? So what they did, the guy doing his scene when he met the thing, and he couldn't do it. And um, Francis Coppola was watching him read the, reading it, reading it, because you can't do it like that. He goes, no, what we'll do, we'll keep that in the film. Mm. So where
2: does it he start? He's reading, He's the, reading it. Yeah. That's him learning his uh, lines. Also, that's re- amazing, that isn't it? When he does that take, when he does, when he goes in and goes uh, Don Corleone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, And you know he fluffs it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first take, and they kept it in. But <laughs> do you know, you
3: couldn't. Write a scene like that, it no. come about with him Natural. not being able to read it because yeah. he couldn't hardly read, right? Oh, really? So, no, no, no he, was, he was a serious criminal, he you know,
2: murdered over 10 people. He, he made, he's made quite a few films. Oh, though. yeah, I don't know if
3: he's still alive, I think he might
2: have passed away. yeah, I don't
3: know. But, like, loads of people love that scene because that's it all about. He's a big man
2: who could probably kill him, yeah, and he's in trembling with fear, and he's so nervous, he has to learn his lines. Yeah. And also, I think it's awesome as well, the fact that he's not on the list of people to come in and see the, yeah. dark, the Godfather. But you can see that he, Vito goes, okay. Because yeah. you must have respect for him. Yeah, it. yeah. And the fact that this is a wonderful bit of a wonderful bit of direction, I think, because when they do that scene, he's been incredibly respectful. And yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Thank you for it. I didn't think I'd be invited, thank you so much. And it's the way that Vito just goes, "Thank you." Yeah. And you, you know that there's that kind of he knows there's yeah, loyalty yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, 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 As we find out later on, his death is so it. brutal as well, isn't it? Oh god, that's really well acted as it's well. A really, really, really. It's a people always talk
3: about the machine gun scene, but to me, that's the most violent scene yeah. in it. Because he's on his own, he's being yeah. killed by all these fucking people. Right. Yeah.
2: Inactual. it's horrible yeah in that, in the yeah. and he's
3: um, doing something for him as well in he knows he's probably end up going to die for it because yeah. when he goes out he puts his blue-frux jacket underneath yeah, so he, thought he, was gonna he knows
2: it doesn't he yeah. uh, and the last one I really want to just gently talk about because everyone hates the character but I, I think we need to talk about the actor is John Cazale as Fredo uh, Vito's middle son no one likes Fredo for obvious reasons um, but he was born uh, August twelfth, nineteen thirty-five. Passed away March thirteenth, yeah. nineteen seventy-eight, age forty-two. I'm just going to read his little thing on here. He was in quite a few just groundbreaking films, uh, Dog Day Afternoon, and yeah. most most poignantly, I think, The Deer Hunter, which was his last film. He had a terminal uh, lung cancer, uh, but Cazal continued to work uh, with his romantic partner Mel Streep, along with Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken, and John Savage. The deer hunter, according to author Andy Dugan, director Michael Camino, rearranged the shooting schedule with Cazell and Streep's consent so that he could film all his scenes first. He completed his scenes but died before the film was released. You
3: know what, that's like, I don't like the deer hunter. Well I mean the thing um, is never done it for me, they I no, can't I, I think I, I know people love it, but every time I've watched it it just leaves me I, obviously the it's meant bit, to it fairly cold, isn't it? I that's just don't I don't know, I don't just never really done it for me. like You no. you can't help it, can you? You can't, can't help it. Help it me, no. If you're not know, me. you know, because everything is right. Yeah. Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken mm. Vietnam War, blah blah blah. But just doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't do it for me.
2: Well, his insurance is paid by Robert De Niro, Mel Street, um, so that, the, uh, they could get him in the theater. yeah. I think
3: Robert De Niro, he's a great guy, you know. I think he really is. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I know, you know, he, I've never heard of. No, I think he went through a bit of a weird time in the nineties when he was a. I think something happened with that film, Leon, didn't it? When he was in France, not Leon, um, the one with his uh, you know, with Sean Bean in it, where he's the with the bank heist in it in France. Oh, um,
2: not the heist. Uh. uh He'll come, to, he'll come to us. us. Smic- Ro- Ronan. Ronan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. <laughs> going I think, did he have, didn't, didn't he split up with his wife at that point or something like that as well? Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. But I mean, he, he's not been... I mean, we talked about Bob when we did uh, Midnight Run. It's you know, great. and he is just... We, funny enough, we were talking about, are oh, there are that many, you know, superstar actors. It's I mean, who we class as Hollywood superstars. No, it's
3: proper, proper stars. I
2: mean, I'm on about, you know, Jack Nicholson, that kind of thing. Bob's probably one of the last ones. Yeah,
3: is. yeah. I, I'd say. Yeah, I know you don't know, but I'd say one of the last great proper movie sized Tom Cruise, no, I, where I, I where, know, where he's so big, he yeah. can sell a film.
1: Mm.
3: You know, I know you got Liam Hemsworth. They're all good, but they're not film stars. They're just people. No. That good, you know. They're just basically good look. like most actors are these days. They're all like models and that you know. because yeah. because they all look perfect on screen. Perfect. People, looking, perfect. people not looking perfect. No, you don't get you don't, you're never going to get a new Denny soccer. No, no. You? No, no. You're not going to you know model on side. Michael Ironside would not be an actor now because i like, what?
2: A big bloke with a bald head? Michael Ironside, amazing. We, Michael Ironside, budget Jack Nicholson. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but amazing, though. I love some of the stuff he's done. Now, looking at the film, I say, I haven't seen this film in absolute ages, not because of anything reason. I think it's just one of them ones where it's yeah. always been on TV and I didn't want to see it. And then when we decided to do it, I thought, you know what? And this is what I love about when we do Waffle On, and I hope this is what our listeners get. Is when you suddenly realize you got I'm just looking at your back garden. How can you do that? Well, you've left a strip of green? No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't get it. That is the cat path. Oh, the cats wow. walk up there
3: so much. Whatever you do, it's still there. <laughs> That's amazing. Cats. <laughs> cats, they're really weird. They want to walk around the garden. They walk down a path. And <laughs> I could just see this bit. Yes, anyway, the cat path.
2: Um I got so excited about the thought of watching it. Oh, yeah. And you know, and it's very rare you get like that these days where it's sort of like, you know what, I can't wait. Unfortunately, I had to watch it in two parts. Yeah, well, that's fair. It's a big old, big old start. I, I did actually work out where I was to start, but you know, you forget that. The first 25 minutes of this film is just one scene. It's just yeah. a wedding scene. Yeah, that's amazing. And you think, what yeah. the hell's going on? And I love the wedding scene. I love the way that they're doing all the dancing and the singing and the, the, woman, the woman who plays... And you talks. know, though,
3: the, 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 the interesting fact about that house, this sums up because the big thing with this film is the mob were connected with this film. Mm. They really were, Joe Colombo. Now, when the talk was in Long Island, that house, isn't it? Long Island... Uh, the, uh, Staten, Staten Island Staten Island. Islands. It's Staten Island So they were driving round And they saw the house So the and knocked on the door And the bloke went Yeah You can have this house Italian bloke Yeah you can have it Right Perfect Perfect was, Like I said The wedding here blah, blah 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 A week later The owner phoned up And said No I don't want it anymore Al Ruddy Phoned up the mob The mob went down And said We're going to kill you If you don't give you that house And he gave that house up for nothing Oh Really that's what the dark stuff of this film is. Because oh, wow. Al Ruddy was like, he'll get it done. Yeah. But, you know, never happened that. You know, the, the, what was going on with that film was mental. was mm. mental with the mob. But he got the house, and that house is amazing. It's mm. amazing, but it's terrible, really, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Sending so mobsters <laughs> around, so, like, all right then.
2: Well, because <laughs> you just bought the house, I'll, I'll tell you a bit there, but I did write a thing down about location. Approximately 90% of the uh, this film... We shot in New York City and its surrounding suburbs using over 120 distinct locations. Several scenes were filmed at filmways in East Harlem. The remaining portions were filmed in California or on-site in Sicily. The scenes set in Las Vegas were not shot, Turn the page, uh, on location because they were insufficient funds. Fun, yeah. Uh yeah. So, no, apologies to our Italian uh, friends. Uh, Savoca and Forza Diablo, where the Sicilian town featured in the film, which you said... Uh the Corleone the the the, the uh, yeah,
3: that restaurant is still going? there. Excellent. And you can go there and uh, it's the same. Oh, awesome. I don't know if it's the same because all oh, the just the crafty and real always don't change it because don't people are it.
2: called. Just just keep it looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the opening wedding scene was shot in Staten Island neighbourhood using almost seven hundred and fifty locals as extras. Amazing. The house uses the Corleone household and the wedding location was shot at one hundred and ten Lungfellow Avenue in the Todd Hill neighbourhood. Yeah, Todd Hill. It's hard to admit death. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, you're full of facts today. <laughs> uh, the wall around the Carleone compound was made of styrofoam. Scenes set in around the Carleone. olive oil business were filmed on Mott Street. Ah, right. Genco yeah. oil company innit? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I love all that and the fact that you've got you're introduced to all the characters and each one of them. So I think, and I love the way that you, you get the people coming up and asking for help, and he says, "Not once have you ever invited me to your." to your house for a cup of coffee and all that kind w- of... What would you... What would you... Are going to invite... You? I wouldn't invite my boss to a fucking... Well
3: this is the thing with him he forgets he's a gangster Yeah and, and like and that's why like where Michael doesn't he understands he's a gangster but he thinks he's some kind of matriarchal f-
2: no, no 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 It's supposed the old school family isn't yeah, it Yeah 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 He thinks that the whole of his business... And all the people that, the underlings shall we say the ones that are going to have to owe him a favour somewhere along the line yeah. uh, are part of an extended family which when you think about it is quite a nice thing but of course modern day Matthews the, the downfall of Don Cogliani in his film is it's not about that it's about business outside of well, it. Yeah. There's the drugs in it? definitely because they want
3: to get into drugs but no, they is, don't is,
2: want it, does no, they? which is the biggest downfall in everything. Yeah 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 you should have listened to
3: him yeah. that, that, that happened in the real the real thing mm. like Joe Colombo didn't want drugs, and Joe Lombard was killed because of that. Yeah. And one of them, we got rid of him because he was causing so much trouble, and they wanted to make money. but
2: fucking killed them all then, because yeah. you have rats then If you have a federal sentence out of your head, you're going to grasp them on who you are. And drugs uh, cause addicts, and addicts yeah. cause you know, loose lips, yeah, ships. Um But I mean, it's a, it's a it's a beautiful build up to the scenes. But when you think about it, then really, the film, as I say to you, it doesn't really it doesn't really go. Far really, and that's what's beautiful about it. Small you, story. There's hardly any story. Nah, it's all based on this one one meeting in which. So that's my phone. Oh, yeah. uh It's all based on one meeting uh, to decide whether they're going to join forces and become go into drugs business. Um, Sonny says they should do it. Tom says they should do it. Michael's not involved in it. At no, this point. no, 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 yeah. And he says, You actually didn't get it, and he says no, the meeting. Yeah, yeah. And you think, oh, this could be a b- bad thing. And yeah. Yeah, there's all these falsehoods going on. But then what is nice about that is that he's he's talking to the concierge, which is Tom. I still don't quite understand why Michael sacks him for that, but then you do you do know that in the second film. Yeah. You know, but you then realise that he already knows he's gonna get betrayed anyway. Yeah. And he knows it's almost like I, a downfall, which is, I think, when, yeah, when, he, yeah, yeah. when the assassination Wait, attempt... It's Shakespearean, isn't it? it like, yeah, exactly. He's very,
3: very Shakespearean those Shakespeare, stories. Yeah. He knows what's coming, but my God, does he get his fucking revenge? Ooh, that last fucking brutal fucking scene is amazing, Them well, lamb bits. No,
2: no, when he gets... This is what I find... So they, they work. he works in his office, right, which he looks like a normal office, right? And it's quite weird really because honestly you keep forgetting that it's not set now, it's no, nineteen no, really, forty five. Really, yeah. So it's all nineteen forty five clothing. And yeah. when he walks over and it obviously oranges are the big thing in the whole of yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. it starts from from all from the beginning. When he gets assassinated well attempted to get assassinated, he gets shot five times. Yeah, yeah. That's that bit in that amazing bit in analysis, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Oh, where, yeah. I love that joke where it's rubbed an hero and he dreams himself being shot like that, doesn't Yeah, me? yeah, which is, I have like,
2: saw that right? but I wonder what's analyse this. We've again. got all of them. Yeah. Oh no, we haven't we got No, actually I think I got rid of it because I didn't have analyse that. Is this that and what's the other one? No, I think that was it. You know what <laughs> i never through, saw really other. I was
3: thinking of meat the fuckers then. Oh right, yeah, no, no, no yeah, it's that amazing bit anybody has that dream yeah. where he's being killed and he yeah, goes, I'm not him. So <laughs> I'm not him. <laughs> not him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but,
2: but again, Fre- we see Freudo being just a bumbling ass. But then you know, but then you think. Was the driver actually really ill? Yeah. If you think he was really ill, and then he's gonna he gets, I don't know if he gets whacked, but they say like, oh, we don't want to see him again. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're presuming that. Yeah, yeah, you know. I yeah. know, oh, he does get killed, doesn't he? he drives, yeah. Yeah, he drives him out, they drive out to that place, and he goes for it. That line, where he goes, leave the gun, take the colony. Is it cal- cal- Uh, uh Canolone. Yeah. Canolone. That was an improvisation by that bloke. Oh, amazing. What a brilliant really bit of improvisation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leave, leave the gun, take the colony. Um... But yeah, so I mean, that is, I mean, I think that bit as well in the hospital where Michael comes and, uh, and visits him. That scene, that's my wife'
3: favourite scene, was yeah. that bit with her outside the thing, you keep your hand in your pockets. Yeah. She loved that scene. That she said, that's nice. really weird. She goes, because Emma will say, didn't like it, but it's a, it, there's no doubt it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Just yeah. didn't really... Yeah, we've, uh, we've seen that. It's yeah. a very male film. I think the weakest side of this is the female... She's I the, think the, so. Because Emma yeah. said that, that's really weird, the way it comes back. From Sicily. He's barely all oh, right, love. Let's yeah, get back to she waits for- yeah, I think I cu- a couple of even admit he admitted it. He said, a bit like Scorsese,
2: female okay, is not your strongest but, point. But let's get this right, though. This is 1945. Yeah. If your husband had gone to war, he's going to be away for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, theoretically, you'd hope that'd wait for you. So, I mean, a lot of people didn't, obviously. We well, we'll had yeah. extra marriage to the fairs. But they tended to then, didn't they? They were kind of devoted to that one person. But really, he's just buggered off. See ya. Yeah, You yeah. know yeah, I mean? I'm off. But when this is obviously this is slightly before then. But when he does that thing where he's weighing outside the hospital with the with the baker, isn't it? He's a baker. The guy is, yeah. yeah, and and he he's said pretend, pretend, just pretend that you got the gun. The That's guy. an amazing scene. But before that, when he's when I, when Vito goes, when they do that thing where they, they got the idea <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. But that, we, yeah, oh, I saw yeah when he gets oh, punched by that police officer. Oh, like, that's a that. punch it off. That God, is isn't that's, it? that's the chief, the chief cop, and you think you have just do you not know who this guy is? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's you're gonna get dive now, you? But we, you know, when they bring Vito home, like Marlon Brando as a joke, put weights in his bed so they have to <laughs> carry him off as a prank. What a sir. <laughs> what a sir. But that scene where Michael Cimino goes, "I am, I'm devoted to you," and you think. Right, so they've attempted to kill his dad so he knows where this belongs. But you know, Marlon Brando cries. Yeah. Because he actually cried during All that right. bit. That's actual improvisation. Ah. He actually cried. And I think that's beautiful because you're not too sure if he's crying because, and you find out later that he didn't want him to go into that. Dad, house he's crying because family. he doesn't, yeah. he wants but, him to be different. He also smiles because he said he wanted to be a governor, didn't he? He wanted to be a lawyer, an attorney, you know, governor so-and-so. Yeah, anyway. yeah. And, which you could have been even more powerful if you had gone that way. And I think that's where you almost almost him trying to do that in Godfather 3, don't you? Yeah. And, but that really cries out he's, he's just brilliant. But we'll get into this fact that I know he's a brilliant fact. But, but when, when Michael decides he's the one who's going to kill the copper and stuff like that and it's all planned out. Now, now hit us with your excellent fact about right. that. The, the, uh, oh, the, the gun scene. Yeah. Oh,
3: now this is a great gun fact isn't it? Right now.
2: <clears throat> it's a great fact. This
3: sums but, up how filmmaking was like, about health and safety. (laughs) (laughs) Was a bit, like now, as we found out with, this was the unusual thing about Baldwin. Oh yeah. Mm. Because very rarely you have live guns on sets now, do you? And most of the time, the CGI now, don't they? Right, they have a blank and they'll, but then, right now, when they were making this film, when they were about to shoot this scene, there's two facts about this gun. The, the one is that the gun they had, it was a, uh, it wasn't a revolver, it was uh, just a handgun. Uh, you yeah, know, an normal handgun. And it didn't look right, because it looked too modern. Mm. It looked too modern. Now, on the set at the time, doing a lot of the stuff for armaments and all the policing was Sonny Grasso. Right. Sonny Grasso is out the fence Connection. Out the fence Connection, yeah. Sonny Grasso went, all right then, have this. Pulled out his back, pulled out his slum nose revolver. Use that. That is the gun <laughs> in the film. In it, yeah. His private gun that he used to arrest the people in the French Connection. And where it was meant to be in the system, he moved it to make it hard for Michael to find. And that's why that scene, he's rummaging around in there. Mm-hmm. It makes it like he said he's grasping for it. Yeah. He said, I want it to look like he's really looking for it. Because that scene when he comes back out he's amazing, isn't oh, it? Yeah. The way yeah. he just walks like Because he he's stops for a second and I, he stops for a second. And he's contemplating. That's a yeah. life changing moment. Yeah, and yeah. when he shoots him, he, what's he do? He doesn't
2: know what to do. but He stands out for a second, but he puts the gun in and walks out, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, he, he, fro- he does throw yeah. it, he throws it, and, yeah. then, and then he walks out. I mean, I, I do have. I think that the, the death scenes are not it with them two the copper and the, the mafia guy. I think it's brilliant especially when he shoots the copper in the throat oh yeah, it is, and yeah, yeah it is. in the head I think that is amazing because and I think there is a montage in his film of of, of, de- of people shot isn't there I think yeah, yeah, yeah I think there is isn't there yeah. and that's actually real. obviously real mobsters who are, yeah, uh, yeah, are yeah, killed yeah 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 well I think that's a brilliant one but then he suddenly jumps to it, obviously Michael's got to get away and he's got to go into hiding because of the retribution that's going to happen
3: because it's a copper in the at the beginning they're saying no we can't kill a copper we can't kill a policeman mm. we can't kill a policeman he goes yes we can yeah. He doesn't mean Michael's so like, yes, we can.
2: And then, but he says, but because he's in on it, isn't he? He's a, he's, he's been on the take because that's, that's how they cover it up. So he gets shot, and then you, they slowly feed out the information over time to say, oh, right. and then the public going, he was a Ben Copper. Oh, he deserved to die. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But then he goes to Sicily. Now, I said to you, I said, for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's because there's such iconic moments in this film where they always stick in your head, but I could not, for the life of me, remember oh. any Cicillian. of the Sicilian that's bits. Beautiful as well, it's so tranquil and beautiful. Oh, you look at when they walking. And in the the scenes walking.
3: and uh, and that girl, uh, they're she's fifteen, she was. Oh God, really? <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks a lot older. than look at that, what? Even yeah. You don't know at that? It, it was seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but that I love that set because it's so beautiful mm. and it makes it look. And see, that's what the is. Yeah. it's that link to that and that people forget even the mobsters now still got that link to mm. them. and they see that as romantic and it's a very romantic bit but it's all about two-faced two people in it yep. and it's like duplicitous people around mm. him and they try to kill him
2: yeah I mean you've got the bit where you've got the loyal the, the Don of yeah. the area who's saying look you're going to have to move because we think they know where you are and he goes, well, I'm going to get a Corleone, the, the town. Yeah, yeah. And he walks there. I mean, they just start walking there. they they like, got the guns and they go to the restaurant. They I just
3: to walk about him out with the guns sling yeah. it was so rack Amazing. No, a lot of
2: people say, well, why doesn't Michael talk Sicilian during that bit? The reason why is that they didn't have time for opportunity no. to learn. No, it. he couldn't. He couldn't speak. it. People in. thought, you know. He could speak normal Italian. Yeah. But he couldn't. See, that's the thing. Very fast. Sicilian is not the same. No, no, Italian. it's very fast. And so... That's why he says, I oh, will just do it as an interpreter, and then he asks... His, I mean, it's very quick the way he falls in love with this girl. Yeah, this I think, like I
3: said, I think this is where you can see... Like my wife, Sammy said, that bit you can see was in the book. Yeah. That's probably dragged out. But
2: it's still a beautiful bit in mm. it, it. It does move on a bit too quick. Well, he's meant to be there a year, isn't yeah. he? Because when he comes back and he sees Kay, he says, I've, I've been back... No, he says, I've been back a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is, now, is he lying about that, or yeah. has he been away? Yeah. I could have researched this probably a bit more, but... Her death is, is, is traumatising yeah. because the fact that it's the guy that he thought was his mate, his, his, mate, yeah, yeah. his bodyguard, has blown it up. And that car in bits. Is, and you also, yeah. if you notice, you see the body yeah, yeah, yeah. under like, the car? I never noticed that. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't remember it. But I looked, so I thought, oh, my God, you can see her yeah, legs. No, that's quite you see, yeah, yeah. But that's the game changer. That's when turns Michael into the proper he's the, gangster. He, he's a gangster you know, then, isn't he? Yeah. But as you say, we know when he comes back and he suddenly meets up with Kay again and he goes, like, yeah, we, that- we haven't talked about it. Uh, Sonny's death because Sonny gets killed
1: it's the
3: famous bit in it but it's an
2: amazing like I said there's a lot of bits that don't make sense in it no. but, but forget it it's an amazing bloody because scene. He, he finds out that his sister's been beaten up yet again, again yeah. and he jumps in the car and drives off so how did they know they were yeah. going to well, they waiting
3: for him for all that time? Right, he's like coiled, but no way would he be on his own.
2: No, they wouldn't let no, him out.
3: No, 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 no. there's a lot of The biggest problems with a lot of this film is that the done would not be walking around East Harlem looking like. He'd no, have no. loads of guys. Because the wooden Smithsy then they're all killing each other. Yeah, yeah
2: buying oranges. But, but it
3: doesn't, uh, but it no, doesn't but
2: matter. It doesn't matter. Sonny's step, I mean, one, I, I wrote down on my little note here, which I quickly wrote when I was at work, um, he's got. He well, didn't he just reverse the car. Yeah, yeah. He I mean, yeah. But James Carm was equipped with 140. 27 squibs okay, for that now, show yeah. and it took four days to film what so you can it's, it's amazing an amazing scene but it is an amazing scene and it, it's it's pretty punches you in the face now with Michael's retribution with these five mafia oh, families yeah. and he goes we're gonna we're gonna do all of this and he goes to the christian doesn't he yeah so he goes yeah to yeah, the yeah. He seems he's like getting
3: into that whole life and bringing
2: his new Tom, life you know what stuff. we haven't talked about what? one of Tom's things when Tom goes to uh, about the, the film producer he goes there and says look you know we want this guy to be in film and he, and you think he's going to agree don't you yeah, yeah. but then at the dinner table he turns around and he's just talking it there so you can slag him and, and veto but that's oh, yeah. where
3: I told you where he's threatening without being threatening yeah. he's
2: overly polite and nice mm.
3: and he's slagging him off you know he goes you whops come round here he goes okay
2: yeah lovely horses I'm a lovely horses I'm a Irish-American? Yeah, it? yeah, As yeah. You Irish-American. Oh, yeah. God damn it. And then you find the horse's head, which yeah. actually was oh, yeah. a real horse. He was in the afterwatch last week, and they did that. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that, that horse was, was from a, a dog food farm, and it had just been put down to be fed for dog food. So he wasn't... They didn't just go and do a, uh... a Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> buffalo scene from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> it was... But it's still a traumatic scene. Of course, they had to freeze it. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, But I think it's a. It's much, I think
3: it's probably the most famous... Yeah. Scene in the film is the horse's head. The isn't horse's it? head in the bed. Everyone knows it? that scene. Even Cat did that record, didn't you? Yeah. Remember put yeah. the uh, horses' heads in people's beds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very famous good. very famous scene. But it's like, and you know, the way it builds up though it's that bit at the end where the copper because you know what's going on at first, There wasn't no. Policeman it. There yeah, was it a policeman? was a couple? Was, was a couple but And then you realise
2: that he's just an assassin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you on know about the the machine gun bit where the, the bloke and his wife or his girlfriend in bed? You, do you think that's more of a a violent kind of thing because as an innocent you know, yeah. person gets killed in it? Yeah. Well, they didn't give a shit about that. Bit. I I have a massive issue, a really big issue with one of these scenes. What's well, that bit? Right. The bloke in Vegas, when he turns around, when, when, when Michael goes to Vegas to say, I want to buy you out, and he goes, who do you think you are? And he ah. goes, "You, I own, we, own, we can own this because we give you the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Fredo's been all sort of like, you know, and, and that's how they find out that what they thought was a loyal man was going to be the one who's going to betray yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. The guy he, who gets killed, he gets shot for. he's having a massage. Have you noticed as well, slight deviation from this, there's a lot of hairy backs in No, there's hairy, man, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, James Kane, no, were not into looking like
2: they're doing now, no, was they? Like. No. James Kane's got a very hairy back. Yeah, and This guy yeah. like having a massage. Yeah. It might like
3: it feel, I, does it might feel really good. It,
2: well, I don't have a hairy back anymore because I've <laughs> gone down the route of uh, a yeah, 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 yeah. uh, mask. Mansca- not mask shaving, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got that far. Hey fucking, how far are
3: you going? Keep
2: going. Well, I am. Let's keep going. Yeah, because otherwise he, he looks like the end of a carpet on under you know work. I mean? yeah, she did it like, in one motion. <laughs> yeah, no machine. <laughs>
3: that. <laughs> that's what he's
2: now to get you out, you down. <laughs> hey man, don't squirm. <laughs> yeah, it's on it's on the farming on Channel But no, but I know it's a very hairy man having a massage and he's a little bit too much book Yeah, but yeah. But him who gets shot, he gets shot in the, glass, yeah, in the glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does it, he just slowly goes, mm. Yeah I no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, and some sort of pink liquid comes out, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, yeah. he's been shot through the eyeball, which oh, is gonna cause a big blast out okay, the back
1: yeah, of your I can head.
2: Pull and, and you'd go, boof, boof. Yeah, especially that close as well. I'm not... I oh, oh, yeah. no,
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah. I'm,
2: I'm just lying down. But yeah, he's good to get it, though. Yeah,
3: he's yeah, he he You're yeah. going to get it. Yeah. You're going to get it, yeah. you yeah. idiot.
2: This is why a lot of people do in this film. Are you an idiot? But I do feel... I do. I, I, there's that wonderful scene where Michael's... Because there's no grand thing about Michael becoming the the family head of the family, is there? It? It's, just, it's just taken for granted. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the youngest son. Yeah. So you think, well, why is the youngest son being done and not Sonny? And not Fredo, who's middle. Well, okay, Fredo's bloody useful. I think Sunny
3: because he can't control himself.
2: Yeah, so He's my, too but the fact they all accept that as well. Yeah, and the fact that he says, "I oh, don't, you, you're not the concierge anymore," to Tom. He's quite oh dear. But yeah. when you realise who the concierge is going to be is his dad. Yeah, he yeah. can't get. But it's that bit where Vito turns around and says, "The person who arranges the meeting is the uh, oh, what's he called the, um, the 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 person who set you up." Uh, what's the word for that now? Oh my god, uh, the yeah, uh, oh, oh, uh, brain fart. You know, the person who's been dislawed to you not a fraud. Uh, oh, my God. All our, all our listeners are going, oh, you're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, we are, man. Yeah, we are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's going to be the person who's going to betray you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really didn't want that to be that. But I knew it was that bloke, obviously, because you've got the tall guy and you've got yeah. the small, fat guy. Yeah, 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 the yeah. small, fat guy is always, always going to be law too. But then you know that bit where he's walking up the stairs, the thing? And he's got the shotgun and he shoots him. You know, Francis Wall Cloppy deliberately made him walk up them stairs because he had an argument with him the day before. <laughs> so he said, no, no, you we've got to get the shots and he deliberately kept making. That's why he's in real life he's that out of breath because of it. Yeah, but all these things make this film great. All yeah. these imperfections around it make it work. Oh, yeah. They're... Now, what, what do you think about that? does it be anywhere where um, their sister gets beaten gets beaten twice? One, we talked about when, when uh, Sonny beats him up with the dustbin lid, lid. then it comes when she's pregnant and he's hitting her with the belt, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know that? You know that when she's she goes she starts smashing everything like that. Talia Shire, she lost her shoe doing that scene and didn't stop because and she was walking on the broken oh, ceramics. Right. doing it, and she still carried on. Yeah. Now he that, that that kind of gets dismissed slightly. That doesn't go anywhere. That scene apart no. from you knowing that she's pregnant. But it kind of I don't know what I don't know what it, that purpose of that scene is. I'm not too sure. Oh. But he he the then. They're then going to the, the say, the, the christening, and it's brilliant the way that the, the priest, I mean, it's a proper Catholic sermon, is it? But the way the priest is saying, will you repent all your... Th-? And he's going, yes. And in the background, you've got all <laughs> these murders going so on. And amazing. And I tell you what, I love Tanisha's acting. I think she's so underrated, this yeah. woman is... That her acting when she goes at Michael, did you do? It? Did you kill him? You think he's been beating you up? But it's yeah. a standard thing, wasn't it? Then where you know it's like, oh yeah, the husband's gonna beat you up, but you just oh. take it awful. But you're allowed to do it, mob. You're,
3: you're allowed to beat your wife up.
2: Winnie lies to to Kay, yeah. and she goes, you he goes, "Don't talk to me about business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this once, I'll allow it once. And she, and he lies. Yeah. And you think that's how this is gonna? Oh, be.
3: because he's not being nice by the end. You no, like Michael at, at the beginning, but yeah. you like Michael. Mm. But at the end, he's just like a all, is Yeah, yeah. In fact, he's worse. He's worse, actually. He's worse. cold.
2: He's really cold at the end. Yeah. That's the thing. He's no emotions. And is also, that- did you notice that when he starts off, he's got his his kind of faces. I mean, when you see the audition tapes, he looks... He looks way too young for it. He well, looks that's why, like, Finn. That's why, Bobby. No one wanted him. No he looked like a little He'd done a stage play, and he, yeah. looked, he looked like um, Pee Wee Herman. Nah. <laughs> and he's, he's got this little bow tie and stuff like that. And I say uh, Martin Sheen had come in for it, Bobby De Niro had come into it, and all this kind of stuff, but. There's something about when he's in his uniform at the beginning he's kind of slightly fresh faced he's young looking oh. he looks you know he's got the world him. but at the end you know he's got those kind of slight bags under his eyes doesn't he he's, yeah, like yeah. he's got bands. the world on oh. his shoulders yeah. isn't it and it looks he almost looks but like that's not makeup it looks like he's in, he's involved himself yeah. into that role so much that you can see that he's now the only thing he's thinking of is, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: is what he's going to be well, doing it's harder
3: it. the, the famous thing that like when when the, all the producers that didn't want him Robert Evans and the bloke who won time warner come they brought him down to watch him shoot. And he was doing some scene, and they thought, oh my god, that's an amazing scene. He's amazing. Can we meet him? And Francis, like, Michael, he goes, Al ow, ow, come and say hello. He walked over in caked out just stood there, never said a word. Never said a word. He walked up and said, Oh, we love you, Robert Evans, we'll be lawyer. Never said a word. Yeah. And uh, and he just slowly walked forward with You know, he's that thing that elders he looks down like that, yeah. like that. And they all backed off and just walked off. I've said, my oh God, I never thought of, that's the most intimidating I've ever felt.
2: Really, and he's only a small fellow. Yeah. He, you? Sh- he
3: said intimidation's got nothing to do with size; nah. it's what you got behind you. That's what. You know
1: what?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. As you know, that I've been I've been uh, watching Boston Legal on yeah, yeah. Disney because I I kind of saw a few episodes, but I never got to see the whole thing, and I I adore it. I think it's been... But the the great thing about Alan Shaw, the James Spader thing character, is he can be menacing with a smile yeah do you know what I mean and I think that's that's just beautiful and, and, and Al Pacino pulls it off think
3: well, he, he's a raging madman that he's not always that intimidating no it's like, you can do it's the people who are quiet mm. and reserved and look like the because of him Michael he's like yeah. you can see, see him when to come out and
2: he's holding it in isn't he yeah he's, he's like Sonny like and Tom, although Tom's not a part of it. But it's like he's a mixture of them, yeah, teams, yeah. They, you know. But he does make you. I mean, we have said we are going to do Godfather two. Go go. We're going to do it next year. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Um, and it is. We won't be forgetting about it. Don't worry about that because I really.
3: That's the good thing. Because really wanna I want to watch it now. And going, yeah, they're they're they going, going, Don't watch yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah. Go, Don't watch
2: yeah, it next year. We do have some trivia, not as good as your trivia. You've been throwing out to us in this this episode, but. Here we go. Right, in. so... Um, oh, we talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, we talked about that one. Oh, there we go. Um, James Khan improvised the part where he throws the FBI phot- photographer's camera to the ground. Oh. The actor's fighting reaction is genuine. Khan also came up with the idea of throwing money at the man to make up for breaking his Brilliant. camera.
3: Brilliant. I love that bit. That's yeah. so dismissive,
2: isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> As he put it, where I come from, you broke something, you replaced it, or you paid the owner. The smack that Vito gives Johnny Fontana was not in the script. While in Brando he improvised the smack, and Al Martino's confused reaction was real. According to James Cahn, Martino didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Yeah. Um, oh, yep, yeah, you've said that as well. Okay, uh, and they are also well about that. Uh, George Lucas put together the mattress sequence, which is the montage of crime scene photos and headlines about the war between the five families, yeah. as a favor to Francis Ford Coppola for help, helping him fund American Graffiti. He asked not to be credited. Oh. Lucas used photos from real crime scenes. The corpse on the ground near a chain-link fence is Frank Nitty, a.k.a. the enforcer. Foster, yeah. Al Capone's y hand man who had not been murdered but actually no, shot himself.
3: On a, do you know who did it? In, fr- in front of a, a train in Chicago. Oh, really? Front, he stood in front of a fucking train. All the people were looking out and he blew his brains out. Wow. Him? That's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um... <laughs> now, I put, this is quite long, so please stick with me. Uh, but I put I put these because I thought you'd find it funny. Go on, yeah, it. Go there was a great deal of mooning on set, Ooh, started by James Kahn and Robert Duvall. <laughs> in an effort to break some tension during a rehearsal for the first scene, their pair mooned Francis Ford Coppola, Marlon no, Brando, it's... and Salvatore Corsetto. It's in the offer. Oh, in really? really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can not Hold Time Magazine, my best moon was on 2nd Avenue. <laughs> Bob Deval and I were in one car and Brando was in another, so we drove up beside him and I pulled down my pants and stuck my ass out of the window. Brando fell down in the car with laughter. Richard Bright claimed that he got to the point where every time you turned or opened a door, you expected to see someone's behind. Even Al Pacino got in on the act as he told Ladies Home (laughs) Journal in a scene where I sit behind a desk uh, wardrobe made a big fuss about getting me a shirt with a smaller collar. So while everyone was looking at the shirt, I took off my pants. When I came out from behind the desk, I got a laugh, even though we had to do the scene over. The ultimate moon came from Brando and (laughs) Duvall, mooning 400 cast and crew members during the shooting of the wedding scene. They planned it carefully and Khan, who overheard the plan, started to show, no, 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 not here. Everyone working on the production and most of the extras roared with laughter, although some of the older ladies didn't appreciate the view. Eventually, Brando was crowned Best Prankster, designed by a heavyweight style leather belt with the title Moon Champion. See, you can't imagine Brando being like that, because you ever hear negative stuff about him, Mm. but he obviously was
3: just blocked having a laugh, didn't he, like anyone else?
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because, I mean, you can't be in a good mood, can you? Yeah. Uh, this is another one. I, 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 I don't know if you know this, um, but you haven't said anything. So, according to Francis Ford Coppola in the DVD commentary, in the scene where Captain McCluskey confronts Michael in front of the hospital, the officer who barks at the arresting Michael, his clean captain, is a war hero, is NYPD detective Sonny Grosso.
3: Yeah, I didn't know that was him exactly. I knew he was in it, because that's obviously where they got the gun, and that's why he got the thing, you know. That's mad isn't me. Mm. Fucking a real copper. A real Ian. copper.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do have a couple of comments, so I'm going to read those out. This time I've actually remembered to print them out, Cal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthony James, our man Anthony, um, the big bearded man, who did you see him dressed up as Princess Leia? the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, I, I felt no emotion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony James, I did finally watch it, by the way. I enjoyed it, but was a little bit disappointed. It's been hyped up so much over the years, it couldn't live up to unrealistic expectations. As it is, I think I prefer The Goodfellas and Scarface, even with its awful 80s (laughs) score. Well, I'll go
3: that... that, right? (laughs) My opinion, Scarface is the most overrated film of all time. I think so. Honestly, three hours of... uh, Too harming. It's got some really good bits in it. Chainsaw... Say hello to my little friend. What else of two hours? Mm. I I have always thought it. It's not. It couldn't even. It's not in the same league as Goodfellas and Godfather. It, I I know people love it. It's it reminds me of bloody rap stars having a picture on the wall. It's yes. Well, that's
2: yeah, what you see like in the only
3: thing. On it's like a gangster film. It's like it's all surface. Mm. Like Miami voice in it. Oh, yeah. look how cool it look. It's like loads of coke in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's no, nah, it's got no salt sort of in it. No yeah, salt in it. No, not Name a great storyline too. No, no I, mean, yeah. I, I think it's such an over. I've always thought that. So I don't want to do it. On them. I thought if I do a gang- gangster film. No, not. No. no. You know, I, I, we'll probably just talk
2: about that
3: in the
2: podcast mate. We'll, yeah, we'll do that. We'll
3: yeah, talk yeah. about Anthony, but he's
2: the most celebrated film of all time. Yeah, I'd rather do Brian and Rock. Yeah, popular, far better. Uh, and Paul White, who very kindly wrote on our website, the 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 director's cut called The Godfather Epic, which was used as a miniseries, 1977, I think, uh, is the best version as Coppola edited the first two films. I've, I've, together.
3: I've never seen I've heard about it. Yeah.
2: Uh, and showed the scenes chronologically. Is it that
3: make... the one that, it? No, that like the I, Codex? That is that the Codex one? I thought
2: that, and I went to find it, and it's not. This was just a TV series, um, which came out in '77. But it's, I'm well sure, I'm that. sure they did release one in the back of my head. I'm sure anyway. it was called Codex,
3: wasn't it? It was all in the right, the, yeah, d- in right, the different right, order like in different the proper
2: order. order. But that's what the first. But I don't know if that involves the third. Oh, right, I right. Um Where did it get to? Oh, it makes a better watch. I couldn't find a copy, so I edited my own DVDs. And now this is the only version I will watch until someone releases the series on DVD or streaming. Blimey, that's clever. Um, I'd watch it. I'd love to watch, 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 watch it. it. Poor send it us. Uh, the film is a masterpiece, and every gangster film after this was a poor version. Oh, it was. Which concentrated on the violence, and not the politics, family, or business side of things. Yeah. The film is a snapshot of the era it portrays, as well as a great story of loyalty and revenge. The third film, well, the less said about that, the better. Great comment from both Anthony and uh, Paul there. Yeah, Thank it's you very right. Much, the third thing is, though, is that the thing is, though is that sometimes we like that. when You you know, it was a long time afterwards. It was like 20 years after the, the it should, that. Yeah, it should have
3: been probably done a few years later. It's a bit like Crystal
1: Skull.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah do you know what I mean? Yes. You're, you're waiting for it, you're waiting for it, and then something comes along and it's... It's never going to be the Godfather. It's never going to be Godfather Two. Which is actually probably a better... F- weirdly.
3: It's probably actually a better film. To it's watch. probably a be- yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah, that's a better the main thing. Yeah, but it could be a masterpiece. But they didn't do Godfather Two. Yeah, it's probably an
2: era, isn't Let's face it, Superman Two. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: yeah, awesome
2: yeah. That yeah. Very rare. This Empire Strikes back.
3: Yeah, very, very rare.
2: So, but there you go. But there you go. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, we have no. We do. We have no idea what to do next, Gal. Remember Halloween Event Horizon.
1: Ooh
3: Oh, 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 oh. oh yes. It's on Disney. Is it on Disney? I was I thought I owned it's it. It's on one of Well, I found it. it's on Disney well, and that's next month, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Or uh, No, it's on one of them. No,
2: I'll watch it on Disney because they will I
3: don't visit. think I've watched it since I watched it at the cinema with you. Remember
2: I bought that wonderful, wonderful box set yeah, yeah. in the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Right, it's an amazing
3: yeah. horror film now. Oh yeah! Sci-fi so horror, which we've we not even done sci-fi, so have we? we? We haven't
2: done. Uh, that and it'd
3: be good to be much different, as you so. Yeah, Brilliant.
2: So that's what we're doing next month, and it will be on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because we, we, as you can tell, we're able to sit next to each other yeah, nowadays, yeah. and which is which is ideal. Um, anything else? Oh, yeah, we told everybody about the moving of the Waffle on Meetup till next year. Because, yeah, this is uh, As as everyone knows, especially now where so, we've, we've had the yeah. worst kind going of going out, of spending two hundred pound on a day out is probably
3: yeah. not the time. At the <laughs> not,
2: not many people could be losing their houses it's yeah, not yeah, ideal yeah. Uh, so we do hope you are all all our listeners from around the world uh, safe you are well I hope financially you're okay with all this yeah. crap that's going on around yeah. the world it's terrible at the moment just look after each other stay strong and we will see you next month
1: bye
0: you've been listening to waffle on if you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar, and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright, Simon Meddings, and Mark C. Kelly. Nobody in the world can help you! All right, what do you want me to do? Yo. Yeah, let me speak to Primo. Hold on. Paul Vini's on the phone, Primo. Vidi. Vini. Hello. Yeah, yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Yeah, it, who's this? It's me. Me, who? me. me me, Me. Me me. Who? Me. Me. You know me. Me. Yeah, how's it going? Not good. Not good. Whoever did that thing to you know who, that good friend of mine, mm-hmm. they're trying to do that to me now. And I'm having a lot of feelings about that. And I'm, and I'm trying to get some... Closure. Some closure on that. You know? What kind of feelings? I'm, I'm very angry. I'm feeling very angry about that. I'm, I'm really, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enraged. I'm feeling very, very mad about that. Yeah. So why are you telling me? Why am I telling you? Like you don't know nothing about it, huh? I don't know what you you're don't talking know nothing. About. What? I don't know oh. what you're talking about. Okay, whatever, whatever. I'm just trying to tell you, how we feel. Tell you about my feelings and that. Uh, I'm angry. I'm angry, and and that anger is a... Blocked wish. A blocked wish. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week at that thing, and then I can unblock that angered wish. And then hopefully, hopefully, you make one more move on me, you motherfucker. I'll fucking cut your fucking balls off. I'll shove them up your fucking ass. I'll fucking bury you. I'll put fucking ice peaks in your eyes. I'll chuck your fucking eyeballs. I'll send them to your fucking family so they can eat them for dessert. You understand me? Hey, Paul. What? Fuck you. You, you get a dictionary and find out what this closure is. If that's what he's going to hit us with, then I want to know what it is. Yeah. How was that? It was going great until the cutting off of the balls and shoving it up his
2: ass. <clears throat> you know, You know what I do when I'm mad, Paul? I hit a pillow. Just hit
0: the pillow. See how you feel. There's your fucking pillow. Feel better? Yeah, I do.